dear God, thank you for a new chapter. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Jesus Baby Podcast. It's your girl, G-Joy. And as the spirit leads, we deliver. Yanko. The God I serve. Hey, he's a miracle working God. He's a miracle working God. Hey, he will never fail. So what happened? Last week, some of you texted me, Jill, are you okay? Have you uploaded the episode? Are you doing all right? And I was like, well, what happened was I've moved into a new property. And as I moved into where there was no internet connection, and although we're in 2023 and people should be able to hotspot their phones and stuff, but hmm, unfortunately, I don't live in Alaska, but my current line, like my current SIM provider um, is not sustaining this new place. So I couldn't even hotspot in a way whereby I could upload the episode. So what happened? Well, God rewarded me. God blessed me. God opened the favor door for a new property. I've moved my I'm I've moved from Goshen. Uh, I'm now living in Lighthouse. Amen. <laughs> hey, you know, the God that I serve. Yeah, let, let me just so before we go into today's episode, let me just share this quick testimony. So at the beginning of this year, I told God that the people of Israel didn't live in Goshen forever. Okay. For those of you who'll be reading my book very soon, you come to understand that um Goshen is the place whereby Goshen means a lot to me. So this year, I told God, oh God, I'm giving you from June to July to check out. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I need to check out. So two weeks ago, it was a Saturday. I, um, yeah, that was the Pentecost um, weekend. Saturday, um, Saturday, I was literally in the old house and the um, housing agents came. They dropped my keys. I still have the picture. I was, I was literally sitting down in the in the kitchen and I was literally watching. Um, oh, yeah, shout out to that movie. <laughs> I was watching Cheetah Del and they brought my keys. And I was like, wait, I've not even paid anything. Why are my keys here? And I was just like, this is just the doing of the Lord. So God, um, I think the last week of May, um, it was somewhere around Wednesday, um, God told me to message the property manager of the old place. And I was like, a lot, so a lot is happening in this house. Um, so you know, I just, I just want to leave. Um, I don't care how much it's going to cost me. Yes, I know I've already ha- budgeted my things for this month. However, I'm being led to message you. So let, let's go. So the next day, she told me to go and look at this property. I was like, hey, no, no. I went back home. I'm like, God, I thank you for this house. Oh, God. <laughs> you know when you, you know, I'll improvise. Like, suddenly, yeah, suddenly become very, very grateful about, about the place. Yeah. So I came back to the, my old p- property and, and I was thanking God. Like, God, no one can ever give me this place. I thank you. Two days later, the manager said, I've got this new house. It's not even on the market. Um, I want you to come and have a look. So my girl Marie went on the right. Sorry, I'm clipping. I don't know why I'm clipping. Anyway, I think I, I need to tell my sound engineer. I don't know why I'm clipping, guys. Anyway, so my friend Marie went on the right move, and Margie was like, "Girl, <laughs> stay home, don't go." And I was so close to message them saying, "You know what? I think I'm I'm not I'm not coming." And the reason being is because like the the images on the right move was not given at all. So I left work around. So on, on Friday, that's the Friday before the Pentacle Sunday, I left work around, I think, 3 o'clock-ish, yeah. 
I left home, like I left work around three o'clock and I came to see this new house. Wow. Like I walked in, everything is new. And the only thing that was not new was the mattress. Because I can detect when the mattress is not good. So I was like, you know what? We're now bargaining for the price. Of course, they gave it for a cheaper version than what they are. They actually wanted to. Um, they wanted to offer. So I'm currently living in this house all by myself at the moment. <laughs> it's a five-bedroom house. Um, it's got three and two. Of course, I've got the biggest room with my own personal bathroom and all the jigglish. Hey, <laughs> I've got a back garden. Hey, <laughs> I've got an island, guys. I've got an island. Okay, a kitchen island. Stay there. And I was just, you know, for like for. I think for some couple of hours, I was literally still staring at those keys. And I was like, God, how, how come, like, this is, is this really me? And I was literally, you know, I was just, I was like, God, thank you so much. I busted into Thanksgiving only after two days because I was still thinking, oh, I'm dreaming. This is just a dream. But no, God has been faithful. I've moved into a new property. So hello to peace. Hello to joy. Hello to new experiences. Hello to all that God has for me. And with that being said, today I'm going to explain saved by grace. Today's episode is going to be saved by grace. So before I actually go into it, into details, can you all just pause, okay? And join me as I wish my one and only Mumsy a very, very, very big happy birthday. So this song is for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Momzy. Happy birthday to you. So this is all the love from me and the Joy Tribe. And all the Jesus Baby Podcast listeners, we just want you to know that we love you, dear Olayemi. You know, you've been a blessing. You know, you've been an aspiration from day one. And I pray that may the grace upon your life continue to overflow to the point as the we minions will even get some of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so in the course of my life, I have come to realize that indeed it is the Lord God Almighty that makes all things possible. And I've come to realize that, you know, for you to experience the full salvational glow, you need to understand the kind of graces that are upon your life. Why am I saying this? For me to come up with, not me, of course, for the Holy Spirit to, you know, trust me enough with this topic, saved by grace. He actually highlighted five things. You know how, how I am. I will not come out here to be saying my mind. No, I only say things that I've been asked to say. That is why I always see myself as a funnel of the Holy Spirit. And so first of all, one thing that the grace of salvation brings is that it allows you to be a star. Why am I saying that? Go and ask the wise man who came to Jesus when he was born. The reason I'm saying this is because the moment you are, you know, your, your mom and your dad come together, the moment there is a divine agreement of your birth, and the moment there is an, a physical manifestation of that union, which is you, there is now a star that is now being ignited in the realms of the spirit. There is now a star that will now shine bright. That is why it got to a point, the Bible says in the book of Genesis, that God had to take Abraham and he literally called him out of the tent and say, 
I want you to look at the stars. This is how your descendants will be. So I want you to come to understand that when you come into the saving knowledge of God, you are a godly star. You are the star of the Holy Spirit. It means that you shine. You are meant to shine. You are meant to not just shine. You are meant to shine and invade. And you are meant to expand your light into places that you don't even think you'll be able to expand to. You are a star and stars are attractive. That is why point number two, you need to understand that in as much as you are a star, star attracts rivalry. Yeah. How do I know? Herod. The Bible says that when Jesus was born, now what happened? Hey, hey, hey. Herod now had to make a decree that when you go and see the Savior, come and tell me so that me too, I will go and visit. But that was a competition. You know, the moment you are a star, there is always a wind of competition that is now being blown to come and discourage the plan that God has for you. But today I want you to understand that the gift of salvation, although yes, it brings a wind of of revival of of, uh, of rivalry it also brings a wind of protection that is what the bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord god will deliver us from it all so when you're standing and you begin to see things that do not look like god when you see that mm, this jealousy thing anything that is not aligned with the fruit of the spirit begin to declare that my star cannot be hidden begin to declare that hey this competition i'm not competing with anyone i am I am a servant of the living God. I am the sign of, of God, the Father God, the Son. And I am a star that is being recognized in heaven. And the third point, which is one of my favorites, you know, when you read Isaiah chapter 43, it talks about how we are meant, you know, we've been, we've been, We've been tailored to worship. We've been made to worship. And another another definition of the word worship is, you know, is to show praise of God. Is is to love on him. Is to adore and exalt him. So it means that when you are not being saved by grace, everything about you has to be God. You know, you need your your life needs to be there, like the definition of the praise of God. How do I mean or what do I mean by this? Mm, it means that even something as simple as oh, taking a selfie or they will see like oh wow see the glory see the see the praise on their lips you see how sometimes you are being fascinated by some of the videos that you see on the internet you see like wow this is joy this is joy remember now now i know the song is really trending i will pray i will pray and then you see people with their rules and their prayer why because in that place of of prayer there is there is a glory and there is there is there is a divine wind whereby God is being honored. It's like their prayers are now, you know, they are now being pulled unto God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, God is sweet. God is sweet. Being a Christian is lit. Being saved, walking with the salvation of glow is an amazing journey. Why? Because point number four, it allows you to carry a word. Oh, I remember when John the Baptist, when Jesus came to John the Baptist and John the Baptist was like, no, 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 no. You are the one to, to, to baptize him. And John the Baptist said, no, this is done so that the, the, the word, the prophecy will be fulfilled. You know, when you are being saved by grace, it is important for you to be working with the word. It is important for you to work with the understanding of God. You need a word. You need to carry a word. I always say this to Rehan. I'm like, you know, girl, you just don't show up to church just like that. Uh-uh. 
you show up to church with a word because the moment you bring the word, then God is able to take that word and make it like a good cause meal because the Bible says, I will give you shepherd after my own heart that will feed you and you know i love the way apostle Simon puts it like you know they're like chef so they cook the meal you know when you when you sign up to um to have like a private meal in your house and you actually call upon a chef you know that chef sometimes you need to provide your ingredients so the moment you go into the presence of god when you carry that word it's like the ingredients for god to make something good out of that word that is why you will enter his gate and on that morning you have the word that says oh i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart that is the word that is marinating in your spirit and just like meat you know when you're putting the sauces and the and then the and the spices and the salt and the and the herbs and everything you give it time so from when you wake up down to when you go to church it's like what well, been it's, it's cooked it's ready to be you know to be served so that is when god comes and he, he adds the fire then you now begin to boil down now you now begin to you know emanate the flavor tell you god is nice so you know I pity the people who think Christianity is for those who are depressed. I pity people who think the Christianity is for those that don't have anything to do with their life. You know, this house, oh my goodness, there I you know I don't know if I said it, but I demanded a new mattress only for myself. And in a twinkle of an eye, the entire five bedroom had new mattresses in. And I'm like, you know, the goodness of God, when the grace of the Lord is upon you, what happens is that you now begin to distribute what God has given unto you. Why? Because in the midst of that glory and in the midst of you carrying that word, that word brings glory to it. And the glory of the Lord is like a magnet. It attracts the things that you need. That is what the Bible says. That everything pertaining to life and godliness has been given unto us. You know, I'm giving you from now to the end of this year. I've already had a dream where I was driving. You know, my next testimony will be me passing my theory test. Let me tell you about my theory test. So the first time I went for my theory test, oh, the girl was ready. Hey, we are going, we are going. Literally, I sat there, I did everything, and then I came to realize that there was like a hazard perception test, which I had no clue. Of course, I failed. <laughs> of course, who do you think you are? Girl, sit down. <laughs> that Sunday, I went to church. I was like, dear God, I thank God for this week. You know, I went to my theory test. This is what happened. So I failed. But even as I'm testifying about my failure, I know that God will do it again. For them, I went again. I failed Potoro. Ah, that one, I even performed very, very bad. But last year, February, I was ready. I was ready for it. That day, I was, hey, hey, yo. I was like, God, you said I'll be the head and not the tail. Then I was. That morning, I was Rakatoshi and Rebebe and Likapo. Hey, I was there. Hey, God, guess what? The night before the test, I had a dream and somebody was chasing me. Somebody that I know was chasing me with a cane on the stairs. I literally took it lightly because I've been seeing this person in my dream for a while. That was last year. I recently, this 2023, I just had a dream about that, that same person again. But this time it's different because I've started rebuking the person in my dream. So when I had that dream before my theory test day, I dealt with it very, very loosely. So for my third attempt, I went into the DVLA center and I was told, I'm sorry, there is no 
And there was no booking under the name Jill Alco Auto. Like, no, it's impossible. And I couldn't find the email. I tried calling the, 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 the center. They were not picking up. So I went home. I went home. I was like, wow. Two days later, I called the center and they said, you were on the system. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, when you, when you see these things, you now come to realize that, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but principalities and wicked entities in heaven, which leads me to the fifth one. But the moment you go to now, this is, this is the testimony that I'm yet to birth out, which is passing my tears. I've never failed anything in my life to the glory of God because I've learned the principle that says, if you put God first, you will always be first. That is why, ale superiori, ale medie, I was never bochata. Go and Google bochata. Leave me alone. <laughs> Go and Google. I never repeated any class. And so for me to have even failed, and I was like, hey, First class degree girl like me, failing two tests and one. So, point number five. You know, when you are living with the saving grace of God, he now gives you a desire. Funny enough, today, um, our pastor was speaking about desire with our glory armor service. And I was like, this is a confirmation. Because when you are saved, by the, when, when, you are, when you are operating with the saving grace of God, he will now give you the desire. And what, that's why the Bible says, uh, whatsoever you desire, <laughs> when you pray, believe it and you will have it. You know, it is my heart desire that you will now begin to walk with the understanding that you are a star. It is my heart desire for you to understand that as a star, it, you know, it is expected for you to encounter kings that are coming after you. You know, it is my heart desire for you to understand that the moment you are an embodiment of the grace of God, you know, honoring God is nothing. You know, praising God is nothing. It becomes a daily bread. It becomes something that is not occasional. You know, you laying flat on the floor just to say, God, I thank you for the air that I breathe will not take you a fasting or 100 years to do so. You know, when you're operating with the saving grace of God, day in, day out, your spirit is always carrying a word. And I want you to see that word as the ingredients for God to make that, that meal for you. And last but not not the least. Whenever your desires begin to crumble, hey, 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 you tell God, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am calling forth my desire for this. I've told God, deliver me from laziness because I'm making excuses to learn this theory test. But I kid you not, I have prayed and I have, I have asked the God of all things. I was like, God, you are the, you are the, you are the, 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 the father who gives the, the goldsmith what is needed to do what he has to do. You are the one who gives the doctor the knowledge. So God, driving is nothing for you. This is cocoa. God, this is cocoa. I always say, talk to God. Tell God the things just as they are. And last but not the least, you know, God is a God who can be trusted. Trusted enough that he will, he will shower you with all these graces. And he will allow you to enjoy your full salvation and glow. And so with that being said, dear God, thank you for this new chapter. And see you next time. Bye.